0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Four teams remain in the hunt. Two championship titles are still to be decided. And for two teams, destiny awaits February the 13th, SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, California, and a place in Super Bowl 56. After a simply sensational divisional round of matches, It's time to turn the page once again onto Championship Weekend in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Well, welcome along to another edition of Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. And as I touched upon right at the outset, what a sensational weekend divisional round was. Four games all going to the final play of the game to decide who moved on to Championship Weekend. They saved the best till last, the Chiefs and Bills fighting out an absolute thriller in overtime. The Chiefs move on, the Bills will go and regroup to fight another day. So, four teams remain, two games remain ahead of Super Bowl 56. Only two can go on to fight it out for the Lombardi Trophy and we've had a good record to this point in the playoffs. On the show, we are 8-2 against the line. On the season, that's a record of 39-23 and 23 against the line. Three more games in the season remain. Two championship matches this Sunday. And we start with the AFC title game at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. It's been the stage for the last three AFC title games. This will be the first time that one team has hosted four straight championship games in the AFC. We are, of course, talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl participants in each of the last two years, runners up last year to the Buccaneers, winners of Super Bowl 54 over the San Francisco 49ers, a game in which quarterback Patrick Mahomes was named Super Bowl MVP. It is an 8.05pm kickoff UK time. It's the Chiefs against the Bengals, a rematch of the week 17 game between these two sides when the win for the for the Cincinnati Bengals basically wrapped up the AFC North title for them it was an upset at the time three times in that game the Bengals trailed by 14 points three times they narrowed the gap and in the end they went on to win the game 34-31 It really is hard to believe that just a year ago we were talking about this Bengals side as being rock bottom, the worst team in the AFC North. Well, not only have they turned that on its head and gone on to claim the AFC North title in 2021. But now here we are talking about a Bengals side that have already won twice in the postseason this year. Remember, they'd gone 31 years without winning a playoff game and then they come a bit like London buses, back-to-back wins and last weekend's win over the Tennessee Titans, the first road win in the postseason in Cincinnati Bengals history. Um, It has to be said that that win over the Titans, all credit to quarterback Joe Burrow, sat nine times in the game. That's a postseason record in a single game in the NFL. And he kept dusting himself off, getting back up, and that team found a way to win in the end. The defense was stout against the Titans. It was opportunistic as well. Three turnovers claimed against the Titans. One was the very first snap of the game, an interception of Ryan Tannehill. And then, of course, inside the final two minutes, They got that interception at midfield, which led to them driving into field goal range. And McPherson, the rookie kicker, who allegedly turned around to his teammates before he went out onto the field to kick the game-winning field goal and said, looks like we're going to the championship game, guys. Well, that's confidence that you like from your kicker. And he delivered. Um, As for the Kansas City Chiefs, Well, they are red hot. We spoke about them last weekend and they are in the best form of their entire season, without a doubt. In six of their last seven games, they've uh, gone on to win. They've scored 28 points or more in each of those seven games. The one defeat, as we touched upon, coming against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's a game which, if the Bengals need... Any boost to their self-belief, and they shouldn't, quite frankly, after the way they've performed at the back end of the regular season now, the postseason. Well, that is the game, though, that gives it to them. It proves to them that they can go toe-to-toe with the best team in the AFC, the champions of the AFC, for the last two years. And what's more, they can beat them. But, and it's a big but, that game was in Cincinnati. This one is at Arrowhead Stadium, home of the Chiefs. It is going to be loud. There is no atmosphere like a championship atmosphere at Arrowhead, without a doubt. And a stats which should cause Bengals fans to be wary. Patrick Mahomes, over the course of his career, has lost to a team um, previously in the season and then gone on to play in the rematch on five occasions. He is 4-1 and one in that scenario, whereby the Chiefs have lost... The first game and then played a rematch he is four and one in that scenario in week 17 the Achilles heel for the Chiefs was rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase 266 receiving yards three touchdowns he burned that Chiefs secondary time and time again and it was big play after big play You've got to believe that Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs and the players, have looked at that tape. They've looked at what's happened in the postseason, even looked at the way the Titans defense lined up against the Bengals last week, and will have a different game plan this time around. I cannot believe they'll allow Jamar Chase to go off in that fashion uh, once more. I think the Chiefs, flat out, right here, right now, are the better side, man for man. The Bengals have been lights out. They've wowed fans, whether you're a supporter of the Bengals or not, over the course of this season. They're a young team, Burrow, Chase. They've got experience um, in a veteran presence in Joe Mixon in the backfield, who's going to the Pro Bowl this year. Or it might not be if, of course, the Bengals go on to the Super Bowl, but he has been selected to the Pro Bowl this year. I haven't even mentioned the likes of uh, T. Higgins uh, and so on, and Tyler Boyd at. As well. They have weapons, but look at who they're going up against in the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at what they were able to do to the league's number one ranked defense last weekend. You've got Travis Kelsey, you've got Nicole Hardman, you've got Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you've got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, and then, of course, you've got Tyree Kill, who hasn't had the big play season we've become used to. But when it mattered most in the clutch last week down the stretch, and the Chiefs needed a score. Who did Mahomes go to? It was Tyreek Hill, and he showed that blistering speed to just burn through the the Bills' defence and find the end zone. This is a Chiefs team playing lights out right now, quite frankly. It's on top of its game. It's in the better form. I will say this, though. If you like statistics, then maybe, just maybe, history could be on the side of the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, the Chiefs come into this game having scored 42 points in each of their last two games. The Bengals themselves only scored 19 points last weekend in the win over the Tennessee Titans. In 25 years, this is a statistic for you, in 25 years, a team scoring 40 points or more has met a team coming into the game from the last weekend scoring fewer than 20 points on eight separate occasions in those games the team that scored 20 points or fewer is 7 and 1 against the team that scored uh, more points the previous weekend that favors the cincinnati bengals so too does the victory in the regular season against the chiefs but frankly none of that Matters for anything. That is exactly what it says it is. It is history. The Kansas City Chiefs come into this game favoured by seven points on the line. And I believe the Kansas City Chiefs get the job done. Their stiffest opponent, I believe, came last weekend against the Buffalo Bills. They managed to find a way to get through. As good as the Cincinnati Bengals have been this time around, I think this might be one game too far. I expect the Bengals to be contending next season, but I do not expect them to go to Super Bowl 56. Take the Kansas City Chiefs at home, Arrowhead Stadium, against the Bengals to not only win the game, but cover the spread. Take the Chiefs at minus seven. And the second game, the late game on Championship Weekend, is an 11.40pm UK time kickoff We've seen this matchup twice already this season. It pits two NFC West rivals head to head at SoFi Stadium, the home of Super Bowl 56. It is the San Francisco 49ers against the Los Angeles Rams. The opening line for this game has the Rams favoured by three and a half points. That despite the 49ers heading into this matchup, riding a six game winning streak against the Rams. You heard me right. They have won their last 6 straight when playing the LA Rams home and away, including week 18, a game in which they trailed by 17 points, a game they had to win to claim a wild card spot and get into the playoffs. It was lose and go home. They not only overcame that 17-point deficit, they got the win in overtime as well. And now here we are, three weeks later, the NFC Championship game, the 49ers still very much alive, coming back to take on the Rams. Remember, back in week 10, I believe it was, they handily took care of the Rams, 31 points to 10 um, up there at Levi Stadium in San Francisco. The secret to their success against pretty much any team, quite frankly, is no secret. It's a formula whereby they commit to running the ball. They've played good defence. Certainly in the second half of the season, they've played great defence and they have stayed true to running the ball come what may. And that has seen them in the playoffs get past the Dallas Cowboys on the road and, of course, last weekend in a snowy Lambeau field, the Green Bay Packers on the road. The Rams come into this game bidding to be only the second team In NFL history to go to a Super Bowl, which is being hosted at their home stage. Remember, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers became the first 12 months ago and went on to win it all. In my opinion, the Rams right now are in their best form of the season. Um, They knocked out the defending champion Buccaneers, of course, last week. And Matthew Stafford continues to prove his critics and doubters wrong. Remember, coming into the playoffs, there were big question marks over Matthew Stafford. Is he really everything that the Rams thought he was going to be? Is he really worth the trade that was made 12 months ago to the Detroit Lions to try and get them over the hump? Well, in two games, he has not thrown an interception. He's thrown four touchdown passes. He has been clean. He has enabled the Rams to win the game. And crucially, when they've needed him to make a big play, as we saw to Cooper Cup ahead of the game-winning field goal last week, He is able to make that game-winning play. And that's what the LA Rams bought him to Los Angeles for. And that's why they traded as they did one year ago. Um, If that Matthew Stafford shows up on Sunday, for me, the Rams go on to win this game. However, in the two regular season games between these two teams this season, Matthew Stafford has thrown as many interceptions as he has touchdown passes. He's thrown four TDs, Four picks. If that Matthew Stafford shows up on Sunday, all bets are off. Let's look at those two games. First of all, week 10, Levi Stadium. Early in the game, he throws a pick six and then another interception as well. That puts the Niners up early. It was an advantage they'd never surrender. In week 18, the Rams, even though the 49ers were rallying from a 17-point deficit, the Rams in the fourth quarter were in complete control of this game. What happens... Matthew Stafford throws into double coverage. It's an interception. It enables the 49ers to go on and kick a game time field goal, take the game into overtime. And then what happens? Matthew Stafford throws a game-ending interception, which saw the 49ers go into the postseason. That Matthew Stafford cannot show up on Sunday afternoon, evening UK time, if the Rams are to go on to Super Bowl Fifty Six. What it is worth pointing out, during the postseason, the Rams quite clearly have found a running game to help help out Matthew Stafford. The return of Cam Akers from injury has been huge. That's despite him putting the ball on the ground twice against the Buccaneers last weekend. Having a run game has taken the pressure off of Matthew Stafford. He's only thrown for something like 560, 570 yards in two postseason games. That is the type of scenario that the Rams want to see continue on Sunday, without a doubt. Um, On a personal level in this game as well, I think you've got to look at individual players. For Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, they win this game and go to the Super Bowl. That's two Super Bowls in a space of three years that he'll have guided the 49ers to. I find it inconceivable that the 49ers would then move on to Trey Lance next season. Uh, The stakes are pretty high, personally, for Jimmy Garoppolo, as for um, Cooper Cup on the Rams side of the ball, he's now t- tied with Michael Irvin for the most games in a single season where a receiver has had 100 or more receiving yards. If Cooper Cup does that this Sunday, he will have that record on his own. He'll become the first player in NFL history to have 13 100 yard receiving games in a single season. In pure matchups, Either side of the line, look, we know what the 49ers are going to do. I've already touched upon it. They will play solid, sound defence. They will commit to running the ball. The line for them to have total points in this game for the 49ers is 20 and a half. I think that's pretty good. If it had been set as high as 24 points, I would be telling you to take the under right now. I don't think it is. I don't think the Niners make it to 24 points, which means if Matthew Stafford plays a clean game... If the Rams execute well, they're in a really good position to to win this game. Because I think they themselves score over 24 points in this game. And then you look at their defensive line as well. Everyone talks about Aaron Donald, but don't blink now. Von Miller, the guy they traded for mid-season, is now looking like Super Bowl 50 MVP Von Miller. The way he played against the Buccaneers last weekend was outstanding. He got to Tom Brady. He forced a fumble in the game as well. He recovered a fumble in the game. You can't just concentrate on Aaron Donald anymore. If you're Trent Williams and those offensive line players for the San Francisco 49ers, you've got double trouble. And let's not forget Leonard Floyd as well, rushing off the edge. This is a forty. This is a Rams defense playing at the top of its game right now. And we've seen in both the Dallas and Green Bay games that the offense isn't exactly lighting up the scoreboard. They scored 23 points in Dallas. They scored 13 points in Green Bay last weekend. I think this defensive line for the Rams has a day on Sunday and it comes down again to Matthew Stafford. Play a clean game, execute well. The Rams win this game. I think they cover the spread as well for this game. They're three and a half point favourites. I'm going to take the Rams at minus 3.5. Graves on Gridiron. So there you go. Those are the two games for the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship this Sunday. The winners go on to compete for the Lombardi Trophy in Super Bowl Fifty Six. A reminder again: through the playoffs against the line, we are eight and two with our predictions. Looking to make that ten and two this weekend. First and foremost, of course, it is meant to be fun. So have fun with it. If you're going to have a wager, then do so responsibly. For everything we've spoken about on today's show, you can read about our thoughts going into these two games or my thoughts going into these two games at www.gravesongridiron.com. Drop down to the Talking Sports tab and you will see the Championship Weekend preview there. Alternatively, you can hit me up on Twitter at RichardGraves1. It's been fun once again. I'm looking forward to another two fantastic games this weekend. They have a lot to live up to after what we saw in the divisional round. And then, of course, we will be looking ahead to SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, California, the site of Super Bowl 56 on February the 13th. And we'll have plenty of talk, discussion and in-depth previews ahead of that game for sure. But for now, enjoy this weekend. Enjoy the two matchups and let's see who goes on to compete in Super Bowl 56. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number 1. Sports Social Podcast Network.